Hi, welcome back for your thought for the day. Today, let's talk about heaven and hell. It's not a topic that's all that popular or all that uh, talked about very often, but uh, Jesus talked about heaven and he even talked about hell more than that. Um, yeah, he talked about these subjects a lot. It was very important that we were not deceived into thinking that, that it's not real. Many people in our cultures will teach us that um, you know we came from nothing and we're going nowhere, which is not true. Jesus made it very clear. He created heaven. He created the earth. He created the stars and everything. And He has a purpose for our lives. And He has a purpose and a longing to live with us forever. But you see, heaven is where we've been created for. We've been created to live with God forever. But when we sinned, we broke that relationship with God. Adam and Eve sinned and we've inherited a sinful nature. There's only one way, only one way. People will say there's many ways to God, but there's not. No other religion has a solution for reconciliation with God, for our sins. We have separated ourselves, and only Jesus, through the cross, through His holy and perfect and blameless blood that was shed for us, has reconciled us to God. So we all have been given this gift of eternal life, but a gift has to be opened. A gift has to be received. Only through Jesus can we be reconciled to God. His salvation is offered to all of us, but we have to accept it. If someone were to give you, let's say, you know, Bill Gates or some rich guy came up to you and gave you a check, he said, here, here's a hundred million dollars, or euros as we use over here. Here's a hundred million dollars. It's all yours. I have the money in my bank account. All you have to do is go cash it, go deposit it to your account, but this is yours. Having that paper, that gift given to us, will not change our life. We have to actually put it into our account. There's something we have to do. So in order to receive Jesus, we have to accept Him. We have to allow Him to be Lord of our life. And we start changing. Our nature starts changing. When we worship God, we become more like Him. The Bible says, whoever you worship, whatever you worship, you become more like. So those people who worship idols, they become spiritually blind. Idols can't see. They become spiritually deaf. Idols can't hear you. They become uh, spiritually mute. They, they're completely blind and lost, just like the thing that they're worshiping. When people worship other false gods, they take on those characteristics. What are you worshiping? Who are you worshiping in your life? Are you worshiping Jesus? Because when we do, we start taking on the fruit of the Spirit. We become like who Jesus is. We become, uh, it says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. 
this is what our lives become like. Because that is who Jesus is. So, examine your heart. Examine your mind. Are you becoming better? Are you becoming changed from deep within inside? Not just, am I doing good actions? Am I sacrificing and grumbling all the way? But really, as we worship Jesus, our nature inside of us is being changed. Because that is who we're going to be forever. But if we're worshiping something else, someone else other than God, we're going to be becoming like them. And the devil is deceiving people. And people are becoming, they're, they're believing those lies. They're becoming more like who they're worshiping. Whether they're worshiping themselves, a false religion that's leading them astray. In the end, that's really the devil designing us to become more like him. So we have a choice to become more like the devil, to become more like God. And we will spend eternity in the vicinity of one of them. The devil will be in hell forever, in a real place of torment and punishment for his rebellion against God. And if we're following in his example, then we're walking in rebellion against God as well. But if we're worshiping God, if we're worshiping Jesus, if we're allowing him to work on our hearts and our lives, to be changed, to be renewed, to repent, to change our thoughts, as we said before in another episode. If we're allowing God to change us, we will spend eternity with Him. There will be rewards, there will be joys, there will be laughter and love, fulfillment, forever and ever. But that choice is ours. Who will we worship? Who will we obey? Because we'll be in one of those two places, heaven or hell forever and ever. In John Bevere's new book, uh, Driven by Eternity, he tells us that our life is not just a vapor, as it says in the Bible, but it's even less than that. It's, it's zero. It's exactly zero. Because eternity is forever. It's infinity. It doesn't ever start or end, which is a number we can't really grasp. It's something beyond our understanding. But in math, if you divide any finite number, divided by infinity, you get zero, exactly zero. Our lives, whether we live to 30, 40, 70, 80, 100, 120, whatever our lives we live to, it's exactly zero in compared to forever. What you do with this short time you've been blessed and given to live here on the earth will affect you forever. Use it well. Draw near to God and you'll get to be with Him forever. God bless you.